Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Denalysis Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, this week we're going to be covering Game Week 9, which has just gone, and also look ahead to Game Week 10. I'm Dan, your main man with the plan for the Fantasy League, and <laughs> this is great, right? We have Nat in the back with the fantasy points to make your booty go whack. Oh, that is quite yes. good. Yes. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on this. Your week, how was it? Really good. I did get 87 points this week, <laughs> which is all, like a fifth of my total points. Oh, damn. For the whole... In one week. Yeah. Go on. Much. Tell us. The, bask in this glory. I want to hear all about it. Well, I mean, I don't want to brag. <laughs> But for the second week in a row, um, I've completely fluked my result. Thanks to my bench. Yeah. Okazaki, I was fuming. Yeah. But it's okay, because Sterling already wasn't on. Yeah, Sterling missed out. Davison didn't come on. Davis also. My captain was on Sterling. Yep. Now I never changed my vice captain. Yep. Ever. It was on Kane. Oh. I saw quite a few people have done this. There was this a really large, well. there was a huge number of people. I'm gonna find the stats. I think it was about, if I remember correctly, it was about 117,000 people captain Sterling. 111,000. Yeah, and a, it was 10,000? 12,000 of them had Kane as their vice captain. Yeah. So that's actually, it's a big number, but it's actually a small proportion. It's 10%. Like less than, less than 10%, though. Because, uh, oh no, no, 12,000, sorry, I was thinking yes. of 10,000 in my head still. Numbers! But yeah, yeah, like, that's super good, but you also did that. Yeah, I did, I'm pretty, pretty So then stoked. what you had, Okazaki had nine points, was yep. it? Okazaki he came in nine. for one of Davis or, yep. or Sterling and Dunk with he the had six. To, he came in for Sterling because then Dunk had to come in for Davis because yeah. I didn't have enough defenders. Yeah. I mean, I still have... Five players who didn't score more than two points. Yeah. That's the most insane thing yeah. about fantasy football. <laughs> is that it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. But I played the best team I could have possibly pay, play, played. Played. Bar Pope in for... Yeah. Whoever I have. Fabianski, but that would have only given me one point. Yeah. Other than that, I played the best team possible. Yeah. Which, which is, is always good. Like, that's always kind of what I want to look for, is I want to get with my lineup, and And in past years, I've always had like a number of players that I rotate like on and off the bench mm. and that means I've ended up with a lot of game weeks where I've got like eight to ten points on the bench and I've put in guys who've got like one or two yeah um that's always disappointing um I mean I may as well just quickly go over mine I, I got 64 this week it's better than average well it was Harry Kane it was the the belief in Kane that saved me once again <laughs> and yeah like what was it he got Two goals, an assist, uh, so it was like 13 points plus three for the bonus. Yeah. So yeah, 32 points in total from Harry Kane. That was literally half of my <laughs> half of my points, which yeah. is amazing. But um, yeah, he, he played really well. And other than that, I mean, I think I had, I had Forster who kept the clean sheet. I had Kiko Femenia come off the bench for uh, Sterling. That was He got a strong minus one. Yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> I, I wish I had it in front of me now. Yeah, Sane remember. as well. Sane, he was the other one. So he was actually the guy that I thought was... It was him and Jesus who I thought were least likely to start. Mm. Um, but I think... I, I thought Sane kind of edged it just because Man City don't really have like a left-sided attacker other than him. Right. Um, or Fabian Delph, who's playing the left-back role. So I was kind of like, yeah, I, 
I don't know if he'll start, but then it ended up being Sterling and Jesus who didn't didn't start, so that was super weird. Um, but anyway, let's go into the matches, I guess. Let's. We got Chelsea versus Watford up first, which was a, a bit of a banger. Yeah. Forty. I wasn't. Well, I feel like we didn't know. We said we didn't know what to expect from this because yeah. of Chelsea's. And I think I still don't know what to expect from it. I don't either. Even though we've watched it, I have no <laughs> idea what. I to still. Expect I'm like, what? Chelsea um, win? Yeah. I concede don't... all the goals. And when you're watching it, like, how many chances did Watford have? It was insane. So I've got a lot of things. Yeah. Do we need to start looking at Watford as a legitimate team with genuine fancy options? Hmm. Well, let me answer that for you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Because I've got Kiko Firmenia. Yeah. And Richarlison was, like, the hype boy at the start of the season. And he's he's got four returns in a row now. So I think the first one was like 10 points and it was 7 points and now he's got 5 in the last 2. And I've been looking at him and he, he is a good player but a lot of his goals have been either lucky or like super late in the game where it's not totally luck but like there's been a bit of bad defending or like the the opposition has given the ball to him in a dangerous area. Yeah. But he keeps getting getting the decisive touches and Kiko Firmenia, my poor boy, set him up for an easy tap-in and he puts it so far wide. Yeah, Richarlison didn't have a good game. He he had a good game in a way. Like, he was finding the positions and he did get the assist, but, like, his finishing was all over the place. Mm, he could have been better. Yeah, definitely. Must try harder. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair analysis. Fair analysis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Finally, it's been 12 weeks... And we finally come through <laughs> with some analysis. <laughs> We're a real podcast now. I mean, it's it's oh, expected to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the time. Yeah. So Decore got another goal. Decore. Your boy. Oh. Another one who uh, helped you to success this it's week. It's really true. That was it. I feel like as soon as that goal went in, I was like, my week. <laughs> it's set now. It's fine. Let's go. <laughs> you look so high right now. I'm so Just like floating on air. I'm really stoked on Dakura. Dakura is this my second favorite player in my team. Yeah. Because I just believe. Yeah. Well, you put that faith in him. And... Four shots on target this season. Yeah. All four of them goals. <laughs> you know, it's not just four shots on target. It's four shots. Oh, it's four shots. Yes. Like four right. shots and all of them have gone in the goal. Yeah. What more do you need? <laughs> that is like one of those ridiculous stats. Is like, he the greatest player of all time? It's possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Pele had that or Maradona had that good a conversion rate. No, Harry so Kane certainly obviously, doesn't. Obviously, um, I don't know about football. Yeah. And obviously I'm like 12 years old. <laughs> You're not actually 12. So I'm seeing Maradona yeah. yesterday. Yeah, he was at the Spurs game. And I was like... You can't tell me this man used to be a footballer. Oh, he And obviously he's... I know the name. Yeah. But he looks like he hasn't hit the gym in a while. Oh, yeah, but South American players, man, they party. Like, when they retire, oh, like... That's it. They just have bunga bunga parties. Yeah, I mean, Maradona, even back in the day, I think he was... He did, like, a fair amount of drugs and stuff. Was a bit of a, a sketchy one. But, like, Ronaldinho, as well, is another one who... And, and Ronaldo, like, you must remember... Brazilian Ronaldo, that is. Like, he he just got super fat like, while he was playing. And Ronaldinho, you always see him with getting drunk and, and taking pictures of himself with, like, loads of women in bikinis. Just This is me if I was a footballer. Yeah, exactly. Oh. He's living the life. Yeah. Um, 
But on Fantasy League terms... Oh, guys, I referred to Richarlison as having a touch of the Lukaku's. Yeah. With his missing yeah. shots, and I thought that was funny. It is, it was good. Thanks. <laughs> I tried really hard with that one. Um, I, don't, I don't want to peak too early in this podcast. That's so cool. I'll, no, Front I'm going to I'm gonna put it off. Chelsea's defenders, don't have them. Right. Don't have them in your team. Right, okay. It's not worth... So I'm going to fight back on this it's one. It's not worth the stress. I know what you mean. Or the hassle. Because they have not played well recently from a defensive perspective. Unless you've got Azpilicueta, who's been popping he's up with a few known, goals. Yeah, even he's one got goal last in the week. wrong net. But he did score a goal a few weeks prior yeah. to that, and he, he scored again this week. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I told... <laughs> I told someone I work with to get Azpilicueta, and I have Alonso... And he's been getting all the goals <laughs> for, for... Actually, I told two of the people I work with to get Azpilicueta. And I'm like, I wish I just took my own advice yeah. and got him in the first place. I just but... don't think it's... Like, I don't think it's safe to I, be I do agree, in a way. Defenders to get goals. And what, I would say, what I would say in this is I'm still backing them for clean sheets, really, because if you look at the next sort of four or five fixtures... I mean, even beyond that, like, they're... They've got a few tricky ones. So they've got Man United at home in game week 11 and they've got Liverpool away in game week 13. But before that, they have Bournemouth as uh, away, but Bournemouth have struggled to score this year. They have West Brom in game week 12 away again, but another team who struggles for goals. And Swansea at home, another team who struggles for goals. Newcastle at home, another team who struggles for goals. They kind of have fixtures that they should be keeping clean sheets in. Yeah, but that's what we said about the Crystal Palace game last week. Yeah, totally, totally. And that's that's where you have these intangibles, right? These these crazy things that happen in football where it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't make logical sense. But I guess my take on this would be, if you already have, like, Alonso or Azpilicueta, don't get rid of them now. <laughs> like, at least give them... Unless you've had them since day one and you're really disappointed, right? Because there are there are teams who are looking really strong defensively. I think Spurs are definitely one of them. Um, Man United, although their fixtures are not good, so I'd say probably steer clear of them for now. We don't really know what their backline's going to look like. Um, you've got Man City, who if you don't have three attackers, you have an option of getting Otamendi in, who keeps scoring goals himself. Um, Burnley as well, another team who have looked very good defensively. So there are definitely options. But I think if you already have a Chelsea player in defence, you have to give them the game against Bournemouth. And you, if you look at the way Man United approached their last few, uh, how they approached the game against Liverpool, very, very defensive. It's probably going to do that against Chelsea as well. I, th- I think unless they've got their, their guys like Pogba and Fellaini back, they're really going to sit back and they're not going to try to score too much. I forgot about Pogba. Yeah, he's been out for a while now. Yeah, completely forgot. But I do kind of agree. Hmm. What I have come away with after this game week, I made no transfers last game. Yeah. So I wildcarded over the international break, hmm. then had my team for last week, haven't changed, like moved a couple of people around, but yeah. they're still in my team from the bench, really. So essentially it's the same team. Um, I don't think transfers are a good idea. That's what I've, that's genuinely what I've come away with this week. Yeah. Is transferring your play unless someone is like dropped to the bench and they're not playing hmm. or they're injured, 
or there's genuinely a better option, hmm. a, a, better, a more consistent option of the same price. Yeah. And whoever you have isn't, you know, just isn't a team where they're not getting returns. Yeah. That is when you transfer. Yeah. Otherwise, stay put with your team. Yeah, I know what you mean. You, like, you have to commit. Yeah. I feel like you have to commit to your team. And, like, I could have wildcarded maybe probably a couple of weeks earlier. Yeah. Because I kind of needed to. Yeah. But now I'm like, this is it. I'm set set for life <laughs> with this team. That's the thing. Like, I wildcarded week three. And it kind of worked out really well that week. I got, like, an extra 20 points or something. But then after that, it was kind of, I was kind of capping out about what I would have got before the wildcard. So mm-hmm. I, I think Harry Kane was probably one of the main main ones that has served me well since then. I do agree with you in the sense that I think you need to give if you if you get a player in you need to give them three or four weeks like minimum and that's what I did with Mares and hilariously I got Mares in the three weeks he did nothing yeah. transferred him out for Sane and Sterling which in the moment was a great transfer yeah. because Sane was the one I was definitely getting Sterling was the one I was unsure on he got fifteen points that week Mares got ten but now Mares has got ten again and and Sterling didn't play so. Technically, that would have been a net positive of plus five if I yeah. kept Mares, and I took a minus four for that. Those transfers, so actually, it would have been plus nine yeah. to my total. Um, but yeah, I, I do think you need to stick, and this is kind of where I've gone wrong in previous seasons. Is I just knee jerk out, and then a week later, I'd, like I did it with Mane when he was at Southampton quite a lot. I used to transfer him out, and then he'd score a hat trick, and I'd be like, oh, why did I do that? Like that was so stupid. Now I find you have to be that little bit more patient. Yeah. Um, especially with how how frequently you've seen it. I mean, imagine if you got Batshuayi in yeah. for when Morata was out and you kept him for this week. Yeah. I don't think many people did commit to Batshuayi in the end, but if you were one of those people, and I'm sure a lot of people knee-jacked him out that week, yeah. he could have had you, what, like 12, 13 points this week? It wasn't that much. I think it was only... Oh, yeah, maybe it was You got two goals, so four, eight, plus one for minutes played. Uh, so that would be nine. Yeah, I think it was, it was 12. 12 points. Yeah, you're right. Because he got all the bonus. So, um, so yeah, we also got a Bakayoko assist. Uh, what else sorry, happened? we've... Sorry, no. We've just glossed over Batswahi. We are not doing that. We are giving oh, him we the need time... To give him the limelight. ...that he deserves. <laughs> okay. Batswahi, my second favourite player in the Premier League. Second to Son, obviously. You've got to keep this order in check. Yeah, yeah. I'm so thrilled for him. Like, honestly, so, so pleased. Yeah, I was really happy for him as well. He changed the game. When he came on, I was like, oh no, it's going to happen (laughs) again. (laughs) It's going to be an own goal. He's probably going to get sent off. He's only got half an hour to do it in, but he'll make it happen. But you remember last week where I was saying he, when he was at Marseille, like, it might have been a few weeks before, but when he was at Marseille, he had a penchant for coming off the bench yeah. and scoring goals, sometimes in, like, a five-minute cameo. Yeah. This time he did it again, and it's it's hilarious that the week before, everyone were <laughs> the match of the day thing, they were, like, really going on in on his lack of movement. Yeah. And this week, his movement was great. You know what that's why he'd be good for? If you've got a draft team... I'd, I looked at draft our draft team was so you know freaking boring. I looked though. at draft this week. Yeah. For the first time. In, I just don't. For the I first spend time. So much time I, I, t- I didn't touch it. Yeah. 
Um, you're winning our draft league, though, I think. It's because I've got Kane, Lukaku and Jesus, I think. Oh. <laughs> I, I did really well last week, but... Um, yeah, I'm in the last fight. Um, Bakayoko, yeah, it's my Bakayoko got a cheeky little assist. I think he's a nice little differential. Yeah, but he's such a defensive player. But he's get, he's getting more what? returns than Kante. Not more than Decore, though. No, not. <laughs> but it's that's why it's differential. Yeah, um, I mean, Kante, Kante's out injured as well. He did get a goal, like... Yeah, he had one out. goal. When was the last time he'd done anything? Okay, okay, whatever. Um, so Chelsea, uh, who else scored the who scored the first goal? Was Pedro. 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 And Hazard, background and assist. Yeah, who cares? Uh, yeah, I don't, but... Like, but it's... Don't get Hazard. He's got a return, which is, is good, right? If you're... For like 10 million or whatever. If you're no, one of those guys... I mean, he, he got, as, I think, as much, or one point fewer than De Bruyne uh, this week. So he got the assist and he got the, the all the minutes played... But, yeah, I don't like Hazard at the moment. I don't think he's the option you should be looking at. Hazard is 0.6 million more than De Bruyne. Oh, really? Yes. 10.6? Yes. Um, so, yeah, he must have gone up then. After, like, he came back from injury. Or down. That's crazy. He wouldn't have gone down from 11, though, surely. That's a massive drop. I would have dropped him from 11. Yeah. <laughs> no, he started oh. at 10.5. Yeah, so we have talked about Chelsea... Probably more than we need to. Always, always. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to Hudders, the Hudders squad versus Man United. This, along with Batsoi, yeah, was the real winner of <laughs> game week nine. Hudders at the Hudders field, glorious, glorious scenes. The yeah, end. just just let that sink in. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm just so emotional about how good Huddersfield are. Yeah, this is crazy, right? Like, to think that... And this is... The thing I found funny about this one is so many people captain Lukaku for this game and it does make logical sense, right? It's like you captain one of the best strikers in the league against the newly promoted side. Yeah. And Huddersfield absolutely destroyed them in every aspect of the game. I mean, even Herrera came out after and was saying that just the attitude from the players oh, yeah. wasn't wasn't on. Yeah. Um, and Jose made some, like, snide remarks about that as well. But I, th- this was incredible. I mean, who was it who got the United goal? It was Rashford. Rashford, so Rashford, who I still think, if you can afford him as your third mid, as your third striker, striker yeah. I've written third midfielder, which yeah. is why I said that. Yeah. So you saw that I've written that and didn't think, Natalie, that's not right. Well, I need you to correct yourself. Well, I, <laughs> after I've made the mistake. <laughs> anyway, if you don't have him as your third striker, and you can afford him, hmm. and you don't have Lukaku, yeah, get Rashford. Yeah, he's he's so good. Um, I really like him. I, I like him more than Lukaku. Like. He just seems like a... It's weird to say it. He seems like a better player overall. He's more well-rounded. Like, he, he can pick up the ball and he can run with it and he can take shoots... Uh, shoots? <laughs> he can take, do the shooting. He can take the shoots from distance. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, he, he's super good. Uh, Lukaku got the assist for him, of course. But before that, I mean, Huddersfield were just rampant. And Phil Jones coming off, I think, did have a big impact on this because Lindelof was... Uh, Lindelof who came on for him was involved in both of the goals the first one he just got kind of I don't even think there was too much wrong with it 
like Ince was taking him on Ince got past him he had a shot De Gea saved it and then oh it came back to Moy it came back to Moy who, who actually finished it really well because you coming up against De Gea who was probably the best keeper in the league probably between like him and Nick Pope Sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll, we'll come, talk we'll about come Nick to that later. We'll talk about but but you know, let's just say from my perspective, like of the big guys. Loris and De Gea, yeah. they're kind of the two big boys. Yes, yeah. and he just placed it so well, and it, it wasn't even like a hard shot. It was just brilliant, like brilliant placement, and that's starting to make me think, like maybe Moy is a good shot. Like if you want, you know, it's that like Moy, Gross, and Richarlison. Like those are the mm. three three guys that. I would have been very doubtful about because I'm like, they all play for teams that don't create loads of chances, but Moy is, is showing his class, I think. Yeah. He's showing his quality. So is it any coincidence that his name rhymes with Urzil? Lursil. Well, kind of rhymes. It doesn't rhyme totally. You know what I mean? What's it sounds the, similar. What's the coincidence? Well, Urzil, the assist machine. Oh, Lursil. Lursil. With that brilliant assist for a uh, Depoit. Yeah, I didn't see it and I missed it on much of the day. Well, I didn't watch the game. Right, okay. So let me let me set the scene for you. Okay. Lassell, you know, he's just got the ball in in his box. He's like, oh, I'm gonna kick this nice and long. He kicks it very long, and uh, Lindelof, the boy, he just kind of goes to head it like it's it's dropping down to his head, and he goes to head it back to the goalkeeper. But he just it kind of brushes his head. Oh. And he oh, doesn't and connect with it at all. And the Potter is just like chasing it down and he takes it around the keeper and Whoop. it's like boop go. Oh I Yeah, that. I mean it was I actually thought it was really good from Depoit. Um he he did some cool stuff there because he didn't let it go. He didn't think, oh they've got that got that covered. He chased it down and that was something that was evident for Huddersfield for the entire game. Mm. Like they worked really, really hard. Uh, yeah, there was the, the Jones injury, which I looked for an update on it, and apparently he's being assessed at the moment. Right It's a now. hip injury. Well, yeah, today. He's being assessed. Currently, he is under the microscope. I, I don't know if he's literally been, like, <laughs> sitting in a room for, like, seven hours. <laughs> just, you know, like, off... They're just tapping his knee. Yes! Yeah. I was going to say that. How did you know? Is it because I went like this? Uh, yeah, I was, I was on the same wavelength as well. <laughs> That's all that happens, right, in the doctors. Yeah, they just tap your knee and then go and write some notes. I've got a headache. Oh, just, let me just tap your knee. <laughs> I, think I've, I think one of my ovaries is going to explode. Yeah, just <laughs> let me just tap your knee. Tap your knee. But yeah, there's also the, the return. Oh, sorry. I did actually want to say what his injury was. So he has oh. a hip injury, um, which, I mean, that doesn't sound bad. Like, if it was like a muscular thing, it'd be more of a worry because that's something where it's like, oh, that could be right. exacerbated quite easily or it could be a long time out. But if it's just his, his hip, he should be, should probably be back mm-hmm. for the weekend. The only question is, Eric Bailly is also likely to return. So it could be Bailly and Smalling. Um, so yeah, don't get Jones in now, but you don't have to knee-jack him out just yet. Yeah. I have an, another point on Huddersfield. Go on. Is that I'm... So I had Moy for a bit. I got rid hmm. a while ago. I thought his price was going to drop. I think his price did drop at some point. Yeah, anyway, I probably did. I got rid um, during my wild card. I just, I'm, I'm very happy to sit around and watch them do good football. Hmm. But I don't think I'm ready to commit to any of them back in my team. Yeah. Because I just don't know. I when, don't know what they're best at. Yeah, when or where you can rely on them. Hmm. So. If you want some as a nice differential, go ahead. Yeah. But I think like all things, it's it's one of those cases where 
you need to have like the spare cash. So if yeah. you're doing like a, a two cheap midfielders thing, because uh, like, like I've got two 4.5s and three like high value ones. But if you're doing the thing where you've got two high value ones and maybe three strikers or something, three yeah. big boys, and you've got like the cheaper like two midfielders, yeah. then I think you can totally do like a combination of like Moy and Richarlison or Moy and uh, Gross. Gross. I, I don't like it. I wouldn't like having two of them, but it, it can work. Um, but I wouldn't rely on them keeping clean sheets every week. No, they. I mean, what does this mean for Man United? They've got Spurs next week, which yeah. is... Well, and I was so... What are we talking... Oh, it's not Spurs. Yeah, let's do Spurs next. All right, let's, let's throw, switch throw on the... Uh, switch the order. The Spurs is versus the Lives. And I was so... So you say United have Spurs next. I was really worried about Spurs this week. Yeah. No, that's not true. I was worried about the fact that I had three Spurs players yeah. in my team. Yeah. I am now not worried. Yeah. And I would be worried if I had any United players in my team. Yeah. Which I now don't. <laughs> Apart from Rashford. Yeah. But who I still probably wouldn't get in until their fixtures look nicer. I don't know what their fixtures look yeah. like. But... Yeah, they've got Tottenham, Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton... Yeah, so in th- three weeks' time, or whatever, after the international break or whatever, yeah. then get Rashford in, fine. Continue yeah, yeah. with your life. But not now, I think. Definitely. and It's not safe. It's not safe out there. Especially, we, we saw, like, the one question on everyone's lips was, like, what is Mourinho going to do in the big games? And we saw it against Liverpool. He just, he sat back. He did not try to score. Like, the only time they would... <laughs> it was a funny one, because if... Uh, if Liverpool had committed more, Man United would have scored, but Klopp obviously knew that was the situation yeah. and it ended up being just this nasty stalemate, but that didn't happen in the Spurs game. Uh, I mean, we have Dejan Lovren to thank for that, definitely. He was he was pretty bad. Yeah, I don't really notice when players are like that bad. <laughs> yeah, but he everyone just made two mistakes. It, so like, it must have been terrible. I mean, ultimately, he missed... Uh, there was a, the first one was a ball over the top he completely missed it which meant Harry Kane was through on goal and you can't let Harry Kane through on goal like that I mean yeah. he had a lot to do so if it was a, a worse player then that probably wouldn't have been a goal but yeah. you do it against Harry Kane and he punishes you and you know all of, all of the talk about oh can he score at Wembley I mean that's now been proven wrong I think because yeah. He scored two and he got an assist. And the assist was like De Bruyne quality as well. Um, but yeah, like, I, I thought they were a bit unlucky to concede. Like, Kane was, in my opinion, he oh, was fouled. Oh, Spurs were unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Because I got Sanchez in this week for Cedric. Um, basically, I was sick of Cedric. I mean, we talked about this last week, but... Um, so I got rid for Sanchez and I was actually pretty confident that Spurs would keep a clean sheet. Um, Harry Kane picked up the ball. He was kind of... It was a, like a bit of a soft one, but I think he was fouled. And then Henderson played this like wondrous ball to Salah, who just out of nowhere actually managed to finish. Whereas I always forget Henderson's even in this squad. Yeah, he plays quite deep now. Like I think he used to play a bit more advanced in the team, but now he's kind of just sitting in the middle. Mm. You know, it should have been a foul, but it, it was good play. It was a good finish. Um, but yeah, Harry Kane, I mean... He's he's just great. Like you have to, right? You have to. It's it's driving me insane. Like seeing people get him in for one week and then ditch him because he didn't score one yeah, week. It's really silly. And 
the idea that having him captain against Liverpool is a bad idea when we know Liverpool's defensive record is a bit iffy. Yeah. Um, and Spurs are in good form. I mean, they they did well against Madrid. They've they've done well in every game this year. I think. They, but no doubt we'll see people just getting rid of Ericsson all week. Yeah. And then it'll be Ericsson to Ali, and then Ericsson will score next week. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, and it goes back to your knee thing, right? Like, if you have Ericsson and he doesn't score this week, that doesn't mean you have to switch to the one who does. Yeah. Because we've seen so many times already this season, Harry Kane doesn't score one week. Oh, I've got to get rid of him. Harry Kane scores two and gets an assist. Yeah. Like, you, you kind of have to have this patience. And Jesus is, like, the most transferred out player at the moment. But we've all but heard that Aguero is going to be starting in the Carabao Cup this week. What does that mean? That Why? means probably... I, I think he wants to get his fitness back. Oh, but, okay. But also, like, City don't have, like, a youth striker, really. Right. Like, Jesus and Aguero are their two strikers. <laughs> Jesus is the youth striker. Exactly. So, he's, he's hinted that Aguero's going to start. I can't see him starting both of them. Does that mean Jesus is going to start this weekend? And everyone who's been clamouring to get... Aguero back yeah. is now going to be disappointed when Aguero comes off the bench for 10 yeah. minutes I do have like a, a small defence to the for the Ericsson Ali because I was thinking about doing mm. like I got rid of Ali Ali's yeah. always been with Wolverine I got rid because um, I just said I didn't want both of them yeah um, but if it's a monetary thing yeah that it's worth doing like I'm lost in defence yeah like I don't have enough money um to get like, yeah because you have Davis don't you yeah and I need I, I want a Spurs defender mm-hmm. and I think I need a defender who's around 6 million yeah I don't have any money right now yeah but if I get rid of Ericsson and get Ali back in then that gives me two extra hmm. point mills yeah no and I, I think I that's totally push. fair because you're, you're talking about a long term plan you're not yeah. talking about oh he scored this yeah. scored this week I better get him in yeah but whatever you do I think you just have to stick with it and you know, if after three, four, five weeks it's not working out, then reassess. That's what you know, right? And it, yeah, I do think I do think Ericsson is for me the better player. But you'll see a lot of people who say Ali's the better player. It's, it all depends what you what you what kind of style of play you like. But the reality is they're probably going to be on very similar points tallies at the end of the season. Yeah. Which is why you pick one and you stick with. Yeah, them. and they're both starting every game, yeah. so you've got no reason to pick one over yeah. the other yeah exactly exactly and uh, yeah they're both kind of key men for the team so so yeah that's uh, it's a big result I mean uh, Liverpool do have some nice fixtures right yeah. coming up yeah I've got Coutinho and I'm not I don't if I had anything anyone other than Salah and Coutinho maybe hmm. I'd be thinking about switching out hmm. but both of them are clearly putting in the work still yeah yeah Firmino, I don't know. I mean, I don't Coutinho know. actually had quite a good game. Like, he yeah. had a lot of shots, as Coutinho always does. Yeah. But uh, Lloris made some, like, brilliant saves. To yeah, that out. one that was, like, going in. Yeah. And then he just... And it was, like, right in the corner. It yeah. wasn't like it was close to the keeper or anything. Yeah, that was really good. It was a really good save. <laughs> yeah, so you have to kind of view this in context, right? And it's like, oh, they've got... Is it Huddersfield next? Yes. We don't know if that's a good fixture or a bad <laughs> yeah, fixture knows? for Liverpool. Who knows? I mean, it, there is uh, 
uh, Wagner, the Wagner. Oh, Wagner versus Klopp. Klopp, yeah. His <gasps> his old boy at Dortmund. He used maybe to be his like assistant. Maybe so. they'll do exactly the same like team lineups, and they'll just like have like a little party. <laughs> <on the pitch. laughs> a little gegen pressing party. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea, but um, yeah, that's funny. I hadn't. Uh, yeah, so that, about that that's that's a nice little narrative for Aww. that one. Ah, <laughs> uh, they will. I bet they. That's so. They're so funny. I, I think Spurs set up with exactly the right game plan, and that is something that is before the match. A lot of people were saying, you know, the the previous matches like Liverpool have come out on top. And I think that was down to a bit of naivety from from uh, Spurs and Pochettino, like thinking they can go toe to toe with Liverpool. When this game, they kind of just sat back, kind of like. Um, Man United yeah, tried against Liverpool yeah. uh, against the same team sorry yeah. um, but the difference is Spurs had more quality going forward and they, yeah. they broke quickly and they made key decisions at key times and Liverpool made the mistakes that they needed yeah. and once Liverpool have made the mistakes uh, they're chasing the game so yeah I, I mean Huddersfield should be a super interesting one sorry something we haven't spoken about about Spurs hmm. well I touched upon with Davies oh what the fullbacks. Is, what is going on with the defenders, who do we get and what do we do? Mm. Because you were saying Aurier's in, Trippier's out. Mm. Aurier that was Trippier what I thought might happen. Both playing. Yeah. Davis, did he not play because he's not playing? Did he not play because he's injured? So he was he was ill. That was the. He was ill last week. Yeah, but he was so still he's a still bit ill. Ill. Still. Yeah. But he was in he, full training. He made it to the bench. Friday. He made it to. The, I I wonder if it's just like you know, Aurier had played. Uh, he, he played more in training or whatever and mm. he was looking more ready. Yeah. But this is why I just never go for the Spurs fullbacks. It especially now you've got three options in like central defence. Like if you go for the Spurs fullbacks, there's gonna be weeks where you get fifteen points and then there's gonna be weeks where you get no points because they don't play. Yeah. And especially while they're in the Champions League, like you're gonna see a lot of rotation. Uh Danny Rose has just come back from injury, I think you might see him getting a start in the Carabao Cup against West Ham, but... So who are the three, Vertonghen, Alderweireld and Sanchez? Yeah, exactly. So I went for Sanchez. I think Sanchez or Alderweireld are the two you should probably look at because I think they're more likely to get either goals or bonus points. But any of those well, are fine. I had Alderweireld for most of the season and he'd got me nothing bar about three clean Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that was a lot down to like the goals they were scoring mm. or down to the likes of Trippier getting assists, you know, like... Fucking Trippier. Trippier. <laughs> I'm going to trip Trippier up <laughs> if I ever come across it. How does he keep doing it? He just throws the ball, ball forward to Kane and Kane scores. It's pretty ridiculous, but... But you know I'll get him in because he's all I can afford. Hmm. Now, like now, as my team stands, yeah. I'll get him in for Davis and then he either won't start... Or he'll never touch the ball ever again yeah. in his entire life. Well, this is it. I, I'd say, like, if you have one of the two, like, you either have to commit to knowing that they're not going to play every game. Yeah. Or you have to switch to a Sanchez or an Altavira. Like, yeah. And, and then it, you think about it. Like, if Trippier gets 15 points this week, gets none next week, and Altavira gets six this week and six next week, like, you're still getting a, yeah. a more from, from Davis. Or uh, Trippier, sorry. It's just you need to to have it planned out in a way that you have a, a good person on the yeah. bench who can come in. And I guess speaking of rotation, like 
there's a similar issue with Man City. Uh, Man City beat Burnley 3-0. Yep. Another good result for City against another stoic defensive team. When the penalty happened, there was a bit of debate on the, uh, the, the stream I was watching where the guy was like, oh, Bernardo Silva, that is not bald silver, other <laughs> silver. Yeah, they were like, oh, he's dived, he's dived. Pope, he, he clearly took his leg. It was one yeah. of those where it's a frustrating one I don't to know give if away. It was clear. He did. He did land on him, and mm. you know he couldn't get yeah. away. But I don't know if it was. Clear. Like, how do you mean? Like clear in real time or clear from the replay? Because clear in real time. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's a different ball game, right? Because you're talking about seeing something as it happens. That's yeah. that's definitely a lot harder. Yeah. But I think like looking back on it, seeing the replay, yeah. the ref got it right. Um, it was it, unfortunate for Pipe. Though. It was unfortunate because I think that, much like the early goal for Spurs, like it changed the game for Burnley. It's like you gave away an easy chance for, for Man City to score. Yeah. And they, they were already having to work quite hard. And Aguero equaled the record. He's, you know, he only needs to get one more to become their all time top scorer. Yeah, um, yeah I, I thought they played fine. I thought it was just literally a case of Man City again being. So much more clinical. But I think Burnley must have played extremely well hmm. for City to only have won 3-0. Yeah, I mean... Compared to their last, like, what, four fixtures? Yeah. Where they've won five plus now. Yeah. This is they th- good going from Burnley. It is, it is for sure. And if you think about the two goals they conceded first, like a penalty and a set piece, like a set piece maybe you'd feel a bit... Like, that, that's not like Burnley to concede from, from that kind of opportunity, especially against City. But I don't know. I think they, they gave a really good account of themselves against a very, very good team who is probably going to trounce every other team in the league this year. Yeah. And you can't really legislate for the, the quality difference. I mean, the third goal, uh, Kevin De Bruyne assisting Sane was, again, you know, we must have said it for the past three, four weeks on, on this podcast, but just another one of those pinpoint balls that you just can't cut out because yeah. it's so good where he just gets it right in the exact spot where the, the defender can't quite reach it and it goes right to the foot of Sane he's just in prime position to, to score another goal so yeah. so yeah I guess the, the biggest question with Man City is this rotation thing mm-hmm. and I'm going to say the same thing I say again about Spurs like you just have to pick the ones you want yeah. and stick with them like, don't do this, oh, Jay-Z scored two goals, I've got to get him in this, this week, and then, oh, God, he's not playing, I need to transfer him out. Like, pick yeah. one that you think is the best, keep them. Yeah. Or don't get City players, go for Lukaku. Like, it, it baffles me to see, like, Jay-Z's price this year. It's gone, I mean, it went down to, like, 10.4, then it went, like, back up to 10.5, up to 10.6, and now it looks like it's going to go back to 10.5 before the end of the week because he didn't play. Yeah. Like, the Sterling... And Jesus' thing was obviously yeah. a blow. Yeah. Like, to a lot of It people. was for me, big time as well. Like, not having one of them start yeah. was, was really bad. But, yeah, I think you just have to, like... I don't I don't want to get rid of Sterling. Yeah. But then there is a voice in the back of my head that's like, oh, just switch him over to Sane. Just, just, just... And then I'm like, oh, but no, I can't... If, if I, you do that, Sane will be benched. And I can't afford to. And you can't afford I to. I literally can't afford to. I'm stuck yeah, with what I have. Few... Unless I change Jesus to Morata, mm. but then I'm changing Sterling to Sane, and then I'm like, well, I've changed my entire team. Yeah, and you're you're again doing a thing where it's like that the differences are so minuscule between yeah. these players because they're all involved. 
it was it was disappointing. It, I mean, Bernardo Silva was obviously going to get a start at some point. He's a very very good young player. But is he young? Yeah, he's like twenty something. Oh, I assumed both of the Silvers were old. No, David Silva's like thirty one, but. I think Bernardo has essentially been bought to be a replacement for David Silva long term. He's a very similar player. Oh, goodness. He's another small, like, He's 23. He's 23. He's a bit older than I thought he was, but still young. With these players, I I guess Sane, for me, is kind of in a unique position because he is the only real left-sided winger that they have. Right. Whereas when you put Jesus on the left, it's a slightly different... Like... Pep did trial him at left wing back, that didn't work. Uh, but when he plays him on the left wing, he's got a goal almost every game. Bernardo Silva, though, because that, that's the thing, he's not a winger either. And having both the Silvers in the team, they're both kind of the same position. So it is surprising that Sterling was rested, but you've got Otamendi, who's the option, who's going to play every week. Um, so if you want a defender, which you literally can't go wrong with any of them if you're keeping them long term, like he, he will get you goals and clean sheets. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. That's all I'd say. Just pick your guys, pick how much you're going to... and decide how much you're going to rely on City and don't change it because you'll only regret it next week. I've got a couple of things to add about Burnley. Yeah. Yeah, me too, actually, yeah. Uh, Again, Nick Pope. I don't care how much I have to talk about him on this podcast. Tell us. He is my favourite. Spread the gospel. (sighs) (laughs) He's so good. And I can't wait for England to win the World Cup. With Nick Pope in goal. Unfortunately, it'll never happen because he'll never get near that England squad because you know how we pick teams. We don't pick the good players. <laughs> but then, despite Pope missing the first three and a half matches hmm. of this season, he has got the same amount of fantasy Premier League points hmm. um, as both Gomez and Foster yeah, and more points than Pickford. And yeah. all three of those have played every single game. Yeah, their next six fixtures look pretty good. They come up against Newcastle at home, Southampton away, Swansea at home, Arsenal at home, Bournemouth away and Leicester away. And all of those games look like clean sheets for me. <laughs> like, yeah. Obviously, you've got Arsenal, which is going to be a tough one. Um, Burnley, in the last few games against Arsenal, like Arsenal have really struggled to, to score against them and... There's, there's been a few weird ones, like a late handball goal from Koscielny uh, oh, last yeah. season. And, you know, Arsenal have been narrowly escaping with 1-0 wins. Yeah. Um, the tide is bound to turn yeah. at some point. But even aside from that, like Newcastle have struggled for goals. A lot of their goals have been from set pieces. Burnley are very good at defending and yeah. defending set pieces. Southampton really, really struggled for goals. Even though they got, I, I mean, they played far better this week. They played far better, but they still struggled to get in the net, goal. right? Yeah, it's true. And Swansea as well, struggling to score goals. Like yeah. all of these teams coming up against uh, Bournemouth too. Sorry, all of these teams coming up against Burnley defense. I just think yeah. now is the time. Don't look at like Yoshida, whose fixtures are about to turn. I'm sorry, I know that hurts you, but he's great, right? But Burnley are better than Southampton. This isn't a slight on Yoshida. <laughs> um, Southampton, I mean, Yoshida's a one-man team for Southampton. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, the only problem for Burnley is their forwards. Yeah, so they don't score many. And, and Chris, Chris Wood... Wood has got some kind of niggling injury. Yeah, so he is also in the uh, knee-tapping office. <laughs> uh, alongside Vokes. Alongside Vokes. So if neither of them are on, who's... It'll be Ashley who... Barnes, won't it? 
great. He was basically Vokes. He's just another version of Vokes. Just like a dark-haired Vokes. <laughs> yeah. The, the word with Chris Wood was that he has a tight hamstring and it wasn't really a problem, but they were like, we got to take you off because if right. you're running with a tight hamstring and you pull it, it'll be six weeks, you know? Oh, I see. So he may be okay for the weekends. Chris Wood, yeah, definitely not the time to get him. Go for the Burnley defenders. Yeah. Or Pope, because he's, what, 4.5? Yep. So, yeah, they're all good prices as well because yeah. Ward is the only one who's gone up. I don't know what the stat was because I didn't write it down at the time. Hmm. But this week against Arsenal, Pickford was essentially the only man trying to let <laughs> ball, the ball not go in that goal. <laughs> I don't think I don't know if there were even any Everton defenders on the field. I mean, I didn't see it. I mean, I'm sure I saw one at some point. I can't. I mean, allegedly Jagielka was on. But and we all know how that turns is. out. You know, I didn't notice he was on that. Jagielka's back or something. Oh, damn, he's playing. Who knows? Who cares? Pickford just doing everything he could to try mm. and save goals. Yeah. Made nine saves in the end. S- still conceded five. Still conceded five, bless it. But I think seven of those saves in the first half. Oh, wow. That's... Because uh, I think I checked yeah. at half-time and there was he made seven saves big. in the first half. Um... But he was... I don't... I can't recall exactly what the stat was mm. from our fave men on being sport. Um, oh, God. <laughs> Kalasinats. But it was something... Pickford had the most touches yeah. of the ball. Of, like of any Everton player or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it was something like... That's not good. 50. Oh, wow. Damn. That's <laughs> when your goalkeeper is touching the ball 50 times. Unless you're like Barcelona, but even even then, like, he shouldn't have the most touches. No. That's really weird. Yeah. Uh, Everton, so Coleman's been sacked today. I'm sorry. I was just so hype on poor Pickford. Yeah. Doing everything he possibly could to not lose this game 5-2. Yeah. Forgot he does that battle. Got that old Kerman. I think also, and I said this over the weekend, that Pickford and Loftus Cheek should set up a society of good players that don't deserve to be in the team. <laughs> in. Poor Pickford. Oh, He's a big money signing. <laughs> it's like down to Sunderland. Or He's what? probably just crying in his room every night, oh. thinking of the wage he's taking. And he's but... so young as well. Like, had so much life ahead of him, yeah. and now he's just stuck. And so this really annoys me, though, that Kerman's been sacked, because I'm like, what the hell does this mean, right? Like, does this mean Everton get good all of a sudden? I know, like... There's been a lot of talk about like the fixtures turning for Everton and they get kind of good now. But I was very much looking at it in the frame of mind that no fixture is good for Everton because they're really, really bad. Right. But does a, a manager... Like no fixtures are good for Arsenal because yeah. they're really, really bad. Yeah, exactly. This was the, wor- the worst of the worst in the league, like coming up against each other, right? It was two teams like really down on confidence and really not doing it at the moment. I mean... Yeah, Arsenal, obviously, I'm being a bit, like, over the top here, but considering they just lost to Watford in a game that should have, should have been a win, it's, it's kind of disappointing. And it was good to see them return to form, but I do feel like Everton kind of made it easy with their... Like, their confidence seems even lower. Yeah, I don't really understand sacking managers. It seems really... Like, it seems dumb, it seems really You know what, though? There's actually, there's actually, like, some crazy science behind this, and there's, like, a time when it's the right time to sack your manager. 
like after a certain amount of games if, if stuff isn't going the right way there's like the optimal time and I, I'll have to find it and maybe mention it next week on the podcast There, there is like I say a science behind it and I think what this may mean is that Everton get some good results in the coming games but from an FPL perspective I'm kind of like I don't want to commit to that because it's such an intangible. Like we don't know what's going to happen at Surely all. Surely there are no Everton players that anyone wants. Apart um, from maybe Rooney, I guess. How much is Rooney now? I haven't looked. How? Uh, so he's like seven point six, I think. He might have it's gone up. It's all right, isn't it? Like, but he's the only seven point three. Oh, he's dropped. Damn. Okay. Well, if you don't want Marcus Rashford, um, feel free to get in Rooney because... I don't know. I, you know, I'll tell you what fixtures they've got. They've got... Oh, so they've got... Leicester. Uh, Leicester. It's no manager it's versus the... no manager. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> they were just going to go onto the field and just, like, run around yeah. and hope just for the best. No organisation. <laughs> no, there is no just strategy. Cas- just Casper Schmeichel's in midfield. Like, no one's told me what to do. That'd be so fun. <laughs> I love that football players, like, when they didn't have a manager, they just genuinely forgot, like, what their How jobs were. How to do were. football. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be really... This would be the match to end all matches yeah. <laughs> if that happened. So this is actually pretty cool like they, they have Leicester away and they have Watford at home who Watford have you know been good this season so far particularly away from home and they have Crystal Palace another team who have recently sacked their manager and who got is new Crystal Palace manager now? oh yeah of course he'll um, be out again soon it's only a matter of time you know it, it annoys me that he's he's gonna keep them up he'll be fine like he just does he does a very consistent job of winning like 30% of his games and it's frustrating because I hate him so much. Winning thirty percent. Yeah. Is it's that not, enough to keep not you a good win from getting relegated? Yeah. It, but it's not a good win percentage. Like, that's why he didn't last long at Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't, in good faith, be able to tell you go and get Everton boys because we already have good options at prices that are more. You know, Burnley are priced better than defenders from Everton. And and as we've just discussed, Everton don't have any defenders who do defending. Well, do they even have any defenders listed? Have they just <laughs> removed them? I don't know. They've just Niasses all of them. Oh, I forgot about Niass. <laughs> At least he's listed now. Good man. He got an assist. Oh, no, oh, he got no, that, that was a nightmare. Actually, yeah. So <laughs> oh. just a quick one on Arsenal. Great finish from Lacazette. Oh. Uh, he looks really good. Yeah. Ramsey scored and assisted. Um, Ramsey and Ozil like who? Ramsey and Ozil where did they come from? both had good games and Sanchez as well back on the score sheet yeah it's too early it's too early to to be going like oh get the Arsenal boys in because we've got Swansea next and I don't think we always have our own way with Swansea it's usually a bit of a struggle and then Man City and Tottenham after that so Mm. don't like that at all no but you know watch them over the next few weeks Um, but Nias Nias and his goal yeah Oh god, it was a nightmare. Is is Petrček even a goalkeeper? Well, I don't. I don't this know. Is, this is a bit of the old uh, to coin the old term: six of one, half a dozen of the other. Is a really bad back pass from Montreal, and Czech was just like chilling. Like <laughs> it, it looked to me like he saw the ball coming, and he was like, mm, "Don't really fancy that one." And he just kind <laughs> and of just let it go. He kind of lightly stuck a foot in and was like, "I hope he just buys that I'm gonna like kick it hard." And Nias was like, nah, this is going to be a goal. 
and surely it was. It was a nice, easy goal. So there were guys at work today moaning about Calvert-Lewin, just being like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Why is he on? He's a, Calvert-Lewin doesn't know what he's doing. I love it. <laughs> oh, also, can we just talk? I retweeted it. If you follow us on Twitter, at the Denalysis, you'll see, if you do a little bit of scrolling, because I did a quite a lot of screaming yesterday. Yes. Um, John then, Joe Kenny doing some sweet football. Oh yeah, his, in his the little. Uh, oh. They call it the flip flap. <laughs> That's the uh, it, it, yeah a weird name, but oh, it's like God. an old Ronaldinho trick. But he was doing it very badly. <laughs> oh, but this kid. Follow us on Twitter, basically, is what we're saying. I also wanted to find. Um, you know what? Actually, I'll hold. I'll, I'll yeah, save I mean, we we're, we're, we're running super long, so <laughs> sorry. This is going to be a fun edit. So, uh, quick shout out to Bournemouth, Bournemouth, Brighton and Hove Albion. Oh, is that where we're going? Okay, then yeah, I can talk man. about this. I wanted to find for Twitter the knockout knee sl- after Ikedo. Oh, the goal, knee slide! It's so bad. Ikedo knee slides to the corner, and knockout tries to do it too, and just. <laughs> it was so like. You watch it and you're just you've got your mouth open like how did he go down like that? Because he didn't even come close to sliding. He no, just it he looked just, like he'd broken his knee. Yeah, like he must have just looked, like missed his entire shin and just landed on the like oh, man. the bit where they tap you on the knee and then just gone over. Okay. Imagine imagine doing that in a Premier League game like the embarrassment. But we didn't even see it for two days. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that was that was amazing. That was oh. probably the best thing in the game. Knockout had a really good game. Like, but where is he on the score sheet? Yeah. See, this is the thing with um, your old boys, Brighton. Like, it, it seems to be like Gross is the the guy who's picking up a lot of the assists because right. because of his set piece duty. Whereas Knockout is like the creative player. And he's kind of like almost David Silver-esque. Like, he'll, he'll create a lot of chances, but they won't all go in. Right. And sometimes he'll create, you know, he'll, he'll pass through to someone else who is going to assist mm. the goal. So, I don't know. It looks, it looks promising for him. He looks like a good player. You'd have to go for Gross, though. Just, just purely for the numbers, right? Yeah. Like, Knockout's a bit more expensive. Uh, Gross has that set-piece duty. And Gross has been really consistent yeah, so far. If there's a match with a goal in it, Gross. Is he is. Goal. He is there. There are thereabouts. He's at least got an assist. Yeah. So someone who I'd avoid though mm. is Murray, Glenn Murray. After this, yeah. This is his first. So he hasn't been starting every game mm. in any way yeah. whatsoever. And this is his first return of like points return yeah. of the season. Um, has he been coming on as a sub? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he started a couple games, but then being coming on as well. But this was a weird one as well because my fave Solly March didn't start either. Yeah, he didn't start. Didn't it was uh, is first start, wasn't it? And first start and first goal for the he club. He got on the score sheet, so fair play. Yeah, I think with these players, it's, you just need to watch how long they're playing for. Like if yeah. if if Kedo starts getting starts more often. Yeah. And he's playing, yeah, he's definitely an option. He's currently 5.9, which mm. I'm a bit iffy about. It seems like quite a lot, but yeah, we'll see. It's, it's that sort of like... He might Jeef be worth and, it. ...and like Richarlison sort of price range. Jeef is less than that. Jeef is only 5.5. Oh, really? Yep. Super cheap. But uh, is, is Criado a midfielder? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that, that's kind of interesting. I mean, it's, it's damning for West Ham, like another pretty bad performance... Although I think, 
I think I saw like the expected goals tally was like massive. It was like two for West Ham, like 0.3 for Brighton. Expected goals aren't real, Dan. I know, but it, it does give you like such an indication for like, if you were looking at that purely as like a stats driven thing, yeah. like West Ham should have won comfortably. And it, it does show, I guess it shows spirit in some ways. It's like yeah. Brighton, you know, they got the job done, even though they weren't like controlling the game. But yeah, I I guess with with Brighton, it's only Gross or like maybe one of their midfielders. We got Bruno with the the eight points this week. Ooh, good yeah. good boy. Yeah, I believe... he had a bit of a mixed bag last week, didn't yeah. he? But I believe in their defense a lot. Like Bruno, Dunk, and Duffy, I think yeah are good shouts, and especially Dunk is down to four point four, four point four, four point four. Yeah, he might rise was... like tonight or tomorrow. But oh really? I mean, I, I'm kind of unsubstantiatedly making that claim. I don't, I don't even know, know if, that's a word. I don't know if, if he will. But, um, yeah, Bong, who hasn't been playing, who hasn't been starting. Yeah. Um, but Sutner and Dunk both down to 4.4. Yeah. Dunk has started every game. Yeah, Dunk I is... I don't think Sutner has. Yeah, Dunk is, is definitely the one of those two to look at. But, yeah, Bruno has been starting pretty much every game yeah. as well. Bruno, Duffy and Dunk are your three... Your three guys. Yeah, so they they would be very much like fifth slot, maybe fourth slot defender. Yeah, um, I mean technically, Dunk is like my fifth. Yeah. Defender, but they do, they do have Southampton, Swansea, and Stoke next. So yeah, that's I'm going to be playing quite Dunk good. in every one of. Yeah, I, I, if you already have them, I definitely would. Um, so we got a very disappointing performance from West Ham though. And, yeah, I want Lanzini to come good just because I love him, but they're not looking so good right now. Uh, so we'll just uh, gloss over these these last few. So we had Swansea Leicester. Okazaki, my boy. Okazaki got the goal. It was a good goal, actually. Okazaki is a great player. He's he's a very good goal getter. If you start him, and he's he going to do hard. the goals. Yeah. And that's my. He can do it. He can do it. Saga. And he's cheap, and he got you a strong nine points this week. So he's this week's Abraham. He is. He really is. Yeah. And I was so upset last week that I didn't have Abraham. Yeah. And, and now, now it's all come me. around. Yeah. So, you know, you got another reason to stick with your boys. Exactly. you got to do it. Um, I was very disappointed by this because I have Norton and I was like, oh, God, they've conceded two goals. I thought this was yeah. probably going to be nil-nil. Um, Mares with two assists. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good good performance from him. It looks like every time you sack a manager, Mares starts playing well again. <laughs> Which is frustrating. It seems stupid. Um, but it, it just seems to be like a morale thing. Like, they have that weight off their shoulders and then Mario starts playing well. I thought... Like, is he just a child, though? I have no idea. Let's move on from this game. Yeah, screw this game. Uh, oh, no, Vardy. Oh. Vardy. What? So how, quick one on Vardy. we possibly need to talk about Vardy? He was so bad. Oh, okay. Stay away. <laughs> yep. Uh, Newcastle Palace. Shout out LaSalle's. Who the hell is Marino? Um, you signed him this summer from Dortmund. Literally, whom's? I think he's a pretty like hype Spanish player. Well, that's good for him. Like, but he's a like, young dude. Um, he does it good. I'm sure he. Not looks not good for fantasy though. Like sure I think he's more sort of deep lying. Right. So yeah. Um, but Richie with his sixth assist of the season. Not bad. But his first in four games. Yeah. Um, yeah. But six million for Richie, I'm not sure it's worth it. Uh, another one where if you're going to keep him for a long time, he's, he's good. It seems too much for me. Yeah, I, they don't score a lot of goals again. They're another one of those those teams yeah. where, like Gross, like... Uh, who's the other midfielder? That you wanted to Moy, call... Moy. Oh, yeah. 
he's in that sort of bracket yeah. but he does have the set pieces and, and that, this literally they're all three of the same player yeah in the same just team the that's yeah. just literally what they are um, um, in the last few games wait wait wait, 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 go, wait. Go on. Um, uh, funny another funny thing about Crystal another Palace another funny um, 10 shots Crystal yeah. Palace Zero on target. Oh, really? Elliot did not make a single save oh, in this yeah. game. This was really good, actually, because he got a bonus point He as did well. get a bonus point. Without having to make a save. Didn't do anything. I guess he just sat down the How whole game. How did he get a bonus point over the boy Lascelles? I don't know. Oh, wait, no, Lascelles has got a yellow one. card. Um, um, I think that's right. What's next? Stoke Bournemouth, who cares? Sorry, I could not give less of a shit about this game. <laughs> it's my note. <laughs> Yeah, uh, two teams I'm very much uninterested in. But, Juve. Yeah, another... Uh, I told you last week. Didn't I tell you last week? I told you I told you to get him in. I said, I said, I said. <laughs> and I said, no, I got Abraham. He is my boy. 5.5, Juve, get him in. Don't. Don't he's get doing, him in. He's, doing he's so bad. He's, do- oh, he's doing it. Three goals in two games. Don't have me, Dan. Oh, oh, all right, all right. Who do you trust more, me? guys? Who do you- <laughs> <laughs> Dan. Um, but it was basically a hoof upfield, cheap emoting the boy. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, I, don't, I mean it's points, isn't it? Going in the goal. It's points. I'm I'm not gonna wholeheartedly re- recommend a man like Juf. <laughs> Disgrace of a man. But Stanislas with a, a bit of a fiery return. Yeah. A couple of goals. You just uh, told me that he's almost always on penalties if the other guys aren't. On yeah. Penalties. Yeah. So. I think, yeah, it might change if Defoe's on the pitch because surely Defoe's going to, like, call seniority and be yeah. like, I'm Defoe, I will take the penalties because I like goals. Um, but Stanislas has traditionally been their, like, main boy. The problem with Stanislas, he gets injured a lot and he doesn't always start even when he is fit. So he's he's a good player if you have him at the right time, but it's almost impossible to predict those times and as such, I can't really recommend him just yeah. yet. Um, also, Bournemouth still not being good. I mean, it was a good goal, the first goal. Um, but all in all, pretty boring match. Ake, no clean sheet again. I just want him to, to do it. I just want him to get good. But sadly not. And last last match... Southampton West Brom. Very much a, a boring boring match with one goal. I can't believe one, one someone put that on. Uh, half five on Saturday <laughs> on TV I was it's absolutely... a disgrace <laughs> I was so relieved yeah um, I watched the whole thing as well oh wow I sat and watched the whole thing yeah I was definitely doing something else I just had it on and then like heard the good goal watched but, that um, still going for goal though that kid yeah I know he's, still he's, giving he's it good the most like, he's a good player I mean he's not giving it as much as Coutinho has given it but he's <laughs> Sure Naturally, as he's a centre back. Yeah, he's given it a go, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. He got two bonus points as well. Yeah, for sure. Glorious. Good player. I Absolutely mean, glorious man. You know who got the three though? <laughs> um, yeah. So, so it was a really, really good goal. And Buffal with his little like run up to the manager, like I should be playing. That was what that little... was shitty. That is a bitch move, and I'd be like, you undermine me, you little shit. You will never play again. <laughs> yeah, you can sit on the bench for the next yeah. month. It's Think like, about what you've done. And this is the thing. You scored a really good goal. What about those other times I started you and you did and you shit all for yeah. 90 minutes? Like, that that's the frustrating thing. It's like, you can't just score a goal and then be like, I'm the best player in the world. That's all of the matches from, from this week. Finally. Thank God. <laughs> Finally. So, last thing on the agenda. 
other than clean sheet cup of course oh never forget we'll, we'll, we'll chuck that in here as well uh, so we have the upcoming fixtures so we got the early kickoff do not captain anyone <laughs> in Man United versus Spurs lunchtime but, kickoff but, but, but have you forgotten my stat the Spurs performances at 12.30 kickoffs. I don't want to know. It's not safe out there. They've scored. <laughs> so their results have been 3-2, 4-0, 4-0, 4-0. And I think possibly another 4-0. It was either th- 3 or 4. Not against Man United, Either way, though, surely. Not against oh, Man United. <laughs> but I'd, I wouldn't put it past Mr Kane to do it again. Away from home. His away record has been fire. I mean, okay, so you got Man, uh, Man United versus Spurs, 12.30 kickoff on Saturday. I mean, I'm going to Captain Kane. We'll see how it goes. I might be very sad. I don't think I it might can be go elated. bad. I don't think, I genuinely don't think it can go badly. Um, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I don't think it You can hate the 12.30 captains oh, in general. It's not alright. It's not okay. Yeah. I, I would usually never do it, but it's, it's just, I have to believe in Kane in this and Jose's going through a bit of a bad run, so. Um, Arsenal-Swansea. We've got some accumulator-worthy yeah. fixtures at three o'clock. Lots of big teams against smaller teams. Yes, we saw how that worked out two weeks ago. <sighs> yep, you can't win them all, eh? So... <laughs> I can't win any of them. <laughs> um, Arsenal-Swansea, I don't want to say a home win, but it probably will be. I have put Norton to the bench. I, I, think it, very, I think that's wise. I was very, very close to playing him. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, ban- I've benched Fabianski. Banched Fabianski. Banched. Fabianski. You bantered him off. <laughs> Banted Fabianski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's it's kind of one of those where I was like, if I play Norton and like Arsenal like lose or, or can, uh, don't, don't score, score. Yeah. then at least they'll be slightly happy. But then I was like... No, it doesn't make logical sense. No, like, Swansea are not that good defensively. And I've really got him for their next few fixtures. So, we also have Crystal Palace West Ham. Nil nil. <laughs> if that's your clean sheet cup. No. No? Do you reckon nil-nil. that's. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a super hard one to call because you've got two teams who are underperforming in different ways. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> one week Palace beat Chelsea, the next they're losing to Newcastle, Newcastle. West Ham. They. Had a good result the week before, and now they're losing again to Brighton. So it's yeah, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a weird one with those Liverpool versus Huddersfield. So your captains in that one, Coutinho. Yeah. The first real test for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spurs wasn't a test. It was just <laughs> we just all knew how it was going to play out. Liverpool. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there will definitely be goals for both teams in this game. Yeah, I wouldn't put past them. Like, yeah, it's, it's super hard to call. Maybe a 2-1 or like a, a 3-1. What's Either the deal way. with Mane? Where is he? How injured is he? So is I think he dead? he's out for another four weeks or so. Okay. I can't remember what the injury was. I think it was a hamstring. But yeah, it was like six weeks and it's been, what, one, two so far? I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll hear about that soon. I mean, that's that's the main reason I don't have any Liverpool players at the moment because I really... Great Mane, he's the only one for me. Yeah. Um, Watford Stoke, I'll have Firmenia playing in this match. Hopefully, get a clean sheet. You know what? For the first time in ages. I put him in. Hmm. And then I was like. Yeah, I mean, Watford have had somehow. two tough games, haven't they? They've had Chelsea and Arsenal. And yeah. They, you'd expect them to concede in those. Yes, definitely. So it's a risk, this one, but I also don't think Stoke are particularly good for going forward, so. Maybe we'll see a clean sheet, but I wouldn't bet my house on it, that's for sure. But I, I do think Watford 
will be the winners in this game. Yeah, um, I agree. West Brom, Man City. Well, you're going to see basically the same as we saw with Burnley. You're going to see a lot of defending from West Brom. But are West Brom actually that good at defending at the moment? I think they're probably going to get torn apart by City. And Dawson Evans both currently almost injured. Is Dawson injured as well? I believe so, yes. I know Evans came off and it didn't look too good for him. Yeah, so this is one where if I knew who was going to start for City, I'd probably captain one of those players. Yeah. (laughs) But I can't commit to that because I just don't want the one-pointer. And it, old me definitely would have done that. Oh, yeah, And sure. I'm trying to do the opposite of what old me does. Was there not a season where for the first at least 12 weeks... I got no more than one point from my captain. Yes, every there was. Week. Literally every week. And I think over the course of... There was the one week where I captained Sanchez and he got the hat-trick. And that just shot me up the table <laughs> because I was like one of the only people that captained yeah. him as well. And it was like, it finally paid off. <laughs> but then I went back to, you know, back to... Your two-point captain. Revert to type, just just two-point, one-point yeah. captain every week. Um, but yeah, I, I think City are going to probably find it a lot easier than they found it against Burnley because... Mm-hmm. I'd like to think so. Although West Brom are well-drilled, I don't think they're as strong defensively as they, they kind of give the impression mm. they are. So uh, Bournemouth-Chelsea is a 5.30 game. Surely a clean sheet for Chelsea, finally. <laughs> like, I'm please, not, please Alonso. I'm not thrilled about this fixture. Whereas last week, versus Watford, we were like, who knows what could happen. Yeah. Here I'm like, yeah, I guess there'll be some goals. Yeah. But I don't think Bournemouth will... Sc- I feel like maybe Bournemouth will get a penalty. Yeah. And that'll wipe out the Chelsea clean sheet. Yeah. But I don't... I'm not confident in Chelsea. Like, but that's why you can't start. I just think Chelsea have too much quality for Bournemouth. But I think then it would just be Pedro and maybe Fabregas. Maybe, maybe. This is why it's hard to... Forget about Hazard because I think he's not good. <laughs> but I mean, Bournemouth had... They went for a phase of like losing by big goal tallies mm. to the likes of Chelsea and City and, and Spurs. And they seem to have sort of altered their approach for these sorts of games in, in recent times. I could definitely see this being like a 1-0 or a 1-1, or a 2-1, or a 2-0. Like, so, the last few games, we've got Brighton-Southampton. Snooze Sunday fixtures. Yeah, this is not Super Sunday. I mean, it seems to be one week on, one week off, because if you look at the yeah. following Sunday, it's freaking fire. It's like oh. four games, right? Spurs-Palace, City-Arsenal, Chelsea-Man United, Everton-Watford. <laughs> That's a big one. So four from I'm November. I'm gonna have to rearrange my birthday. Yeah. The four, like I can't, we can't go, we can't go out on the Saturday night now. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to be awake for that. <laughs> There's no way anyone will be up for midday. Maybe everyone can stay round mine. Yeah, we'll just we'll just kill it. Yeah, do we'll football. Ah, uh, yeah. Brighton Southampton. Best. I reckon. One nil to Brighton. Yeah. I just have to say anything yeah. that isn't like a. Uh, a Southampton clean sheet now because of getting rid of Cedric <laughs> so I'm probably going to have to bench Forster for for Elliot I don't I really don't know because I have du- currently I have both Dunk and Yoshida in yeah. but I don't like it yeah. I don't like it at all and this is the kind of game that I would have a banker of like Southampton clean sheet and every time I've had that this season Southampton have conceded one so I'm more in oh, I don't know and Leicester Everton <laughs> which we talked about earlier is a good one a good knows? narrative one I'm so excited for that 
It could be nuts. It is actually. And I can't... Th- if it was last week, it would have been the least exciting match. You know what? But this week, it actually seems quite good. Um, I'm going to tell you what I did with my... Because I think I did something nuts so that I could put Yoshida in my yeah. side. Um, not Yoshida, sorry. Getting my Japanese players mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> so I could fit Okazaki in my team because I wanted him so much for this. <laughs> um, yeah. I've Oh, I benched Davies and Kiko. Yeah. So I can have Okazaki with both Dunk and Yoshida on. <laughs> it could be wild. The final one is Monday Night Football, and oh. it's Burnley versus Newcastle. Not even going to be able to watch my favourites, Burnley. Don't. We can have it on I here. Mean, we I'm can sure. definitely watch. Yeah, it. Uh, Burnley Newcastle. I'd have this down as a low-scoring affair as well. I reckon this is a nil-nil or a one-nil. Yeah. Right. I'm probably going to go for another nil-nil this week. Are you? <laughs> and it's probably going to be that game. Well, everyone, let me bring you up to speed on the mighty clean sheet cup. Let's do it. Let's hear how badly I did, because I definitely went for the wrong one. Dan again. went for a Swansea clean sheet versus Leicester. Damn it. Nil point. Ugh. I conceded two. Yeah. I, against my better judgment, went for Man City against Burnley just so that I could have some points. Yep. And you succeeded. It's true. Well played, well so played. So Dan is still on two points. I'm now on a whopping three. <laughs> three points. Anthony Giannaccini is still ahead of us. <laughs> which is he hasn't even been on in like three weeks. Quite frankly disgusting because he hasn't been on this podcast for three weeks. Unbelievable. Well, this week I'm going to say Burnley Newcastle nil nil. Hope to get those two points really? on the board. Okay, let me, let me get that in. It's very much beyond me now. Like... I think around game week 18 is where I'll start playing it safe again. Do you think? I'm just going for the big, the big like money shots now. Um, I think it's fun. I think that's what makes this game fun. Yeah. It's not fun if you go for the boring ones. And so I'm going to pick Liverpool. Um, oh. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll go for Spurs. I was going to say that isn't a fun one, but then I realised they're playing United. But also, then I thought... Yeah, they probably will. Like, this is exactly the reason I got Sanchez in. Because I'm like, well, Man United aren't going to attack. They're just going to chill. I don't know. I'd, You know, if I didn't have Harry Kane, I'd probably say that for a nil-nil, actually. But I can't I can't start believing no, that I because it'll make me change my captain. I don't my think that will captain. be a nil-nil. I think the <laughs> amount of shots that Liverpool had yeah. against Man United... Spurs would be more clinical. Yeah, I don't believe that Spurs wouldn't have the same, if not more, amount of shots. Yeah. And... Get them in the goal. Yeah. Um, so in light of that, I'm going to say... Maybe i go for Man City again. That looks like a nailed-on clean sheet. It's boring, but I just don't know what... I think... I don't... I can't see any of these other games having clean sheets in them. I almost want it to not be, because I'm sick of Otamendi getting all the points for everyone else. Well, we didn't. <laughs> against Stoke. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you that for nothing. But he's he's scored goals and kept clean sheets in the same game recently, and that's. Why don't you just get him in? Because I have Sane, Sterling, and Jesus. <laughs> yep, yeah, that'll be why. And then obviously this week, like that—that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that specific thing hurt me more because I couldn't have possibly had one of them, and I'm obviously having to cut in my uh, my midfield to fit those players. Yeah, that's disappointing. So there we go. So on that note, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, definitely give us a little rating on iTunes, preferably faster. You can even write a little a little thing. A little review. Write a little review. Be like, I don't know, be like IGN or something. I give us like a thought, 9 out of 10 for graphics. <laughs> I always thought that you had to write a review. 
when you rate on iTunes. No, you can just click You can just stars. do the rating. And yeah. I didn't know this. And I feel like if I didn't know, other How people... How the people to know? Exactly. So, so you can just rate as if you're super lazy. Yeah. But, you know, it helps a lot if you actually, like, rate and review it. Because, firstly, you know that people are actually listening to this, which is always good. It's always a good feeling. Correct. Um, and secondly, yeah, it's just nice to have that in the in the early days of a podcast, right? So, yeah. so give us a little uh, star rating. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at the Danalysis. You can, and you can email us too at hello at the Danalysis dot com. Oh, I forget. You that. always forget the com. You know why? It's because I'm used to saying the Twitter. Yeah. I don't normally say the email. I've I've flipped it around and you yeah, it's just, and just throwing you off. And I don't know what the email is. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll do better. Um, I haven't yeah. even checked the email this week. Has anyone emailed us? No. Oh. Don't tell them, though. Don't tell the people. Oh. So, yeah, definitely do email us. Especially <laughs> with questions and stuff. For stuff we could talk about. Cause Just with an emoji or something. That'd be cool. An emoji story of how our podcast makes you feel. That'd be great. Oh, that, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, so do it. All right. Thank you again for listening to us. The end. That's what you get. That's what you get. Uh, good luck. See you next good week. Good luck with your game week 10, 11, 10. Game week 10. Is it game week 10? It yeah. Game week 10. We hope you get all of the points. Yep. But not as many as me. Correct. Captain Hurricane. Don't. Oh. <laughs>